Welcome back, everyone, to Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes, and I am the Phaeologist. So to start off, I want to give you some uh, expectations, first of all, of this podcast going into the future. So I was just on spring break, so I had plenty of time to start up the show and everything, but now I am back to school. And so I'm going to need to lengthen the time between episodes. I know that I've been pumping them out you know, recently, every day or so. I just wanted to get some content out there for you guys, uh, but from now on, as far as, you know, big episodes, uh, big, you know, analyses, I'm going to try to shoot for at least once a week. Um, I'll still try to talk about news and, and you know, new things and whatnot but uh, throughout the week, but at least for the, the big things, look for those usually at the end of the week, I think is when I'm going to have them ready for you. So like Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Um, that's when they'll be up. So just as a heads up, that's what's going to happen from now on. But thank you for listening to what I have already, and I hope you continue listening. And I do need to address something else. I need to apologize. Uh, I I think I misspoke in the last ep- or two episodes ago with the uh, Blessed Gardens when I was uh, looking through those and analyzing the... Um, rewards that you get for, for those monthly. I, I think I anticipated wrongly how they would, you know, bring out the new maps. I thought that they would bring in one, bring at least four maps out every week, you know, so that way we would see a full four maps of each type of element during the month. But it looks like with the release of the new ice map, Grotto, uh, we only get one uh, per element every month. So I should have looked at the data mine a little bit more closely and and seen that. Uh, So I need to amend my analysis for the amount of orbs and other rewards that you get for the month. So, I mean, it remains true that we do get a bunch of rewards, at least for this month, if you complete everything before time expires. So you do get the 30 orbs, you do get the, you know, however many feathers and divine dew that I mentioned before, but... From now on, it'll only you'll only get one map per element uh, for the month for every four weeks, and so it'll only add like two orbs, maybe maybe more, a little bit more, but um, so that's it. So rip that for sure. <laughs> but it's still cool. If anything changes, that'll be great. Um, any rewards that we get for free, and I mean for free by working at it without having to spend money, that is awesome. So. With those two things out of the way, let's go ahead into the meat of this program today. And today I wanted to talk about two things. First, I'll briefly talk about the future content for this month of March and for early April, since we did get the roadmap um, on this day of recording, March 12th. And then I want to address the teaser that we had with the recent update, where sometime in the future, we're going to get the opportunity probably to summon a colorless dragon. And that's really exciting. So I'm going to go into who I think it's going to be, um, analyze what the wiki page says about it, uh, about the dragons that could potentially uh, be the first colorless dragon, as well as a a little bit of uh, what they might look like when they come out. So let's get into it. All right, so to start off, we have the new roadmap for March, and it looks packed. So first of all, we get an all-new Tempest Trials starting on the 14th, and when I mention these dates, these are the dates that are on the phone on the announcement, so it may be different if you are not in Pacific Time, 
but actually with the new um, daylight savings, you know, if that affects you, then uh, it might just switch. It might switch back to midnight. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. But anyway, I'm going to stick with what it says on the um, page or on the announcement that we got in the game. So uh, it adjust accordingly based on where you live. So on the 14th, we get the new Tempest Trials. It'll feature the new characters from the Branded King Banner as well as Jerome, the Tempest Trial reward in the 40% bonus unit lineup, which I am a fan of because I decided not to summon on this banner. I did the uh, free summon plus the other four orb circles. Uh, so I hope they continue to uh, do this in the future for Tempest Trials. I hope they do place the Tempest Trial reward as part of the top uh, 40% banner bonus or 40% just bonus so uh, that because that's really helpful for anyone who decides not to summon as well as those who summon maybe they just want to level up and make uh, Jerome or whatever the trial reward is better so so I think that's a good move uh, we did get a banner today too with Olivia Donnell and Cherche Cherche uh, they will be the 20% bonus units along with female Robin uh, don't recommend uh, summoning on this banner. Uh, the five stars aren't worth it. You probably get enough of them anyway when you summon on other banners. So so there's that. Anyway, for new news, we get another tap battle next week, which I'm excited for. And hopefully we get some cooler rewards for that. Um, I, I'm, a really, I'm a really big fan of uh, tap battles, actually. I A couple months back, I made a, a suggestion to IS. It's one of the first suggestions that I made through the feedback uh, part of the game. And I thought it would be so cool because I remember from Blazing Blade how they had a catalog for music. And, you know, I would just go into it when I was bored and just put on some music for fun. And I am, I'm a big fan of the music of this game. And when Tap Battles came out and they had um, that second song, I don't know what the title is, but I know it's from New Mystery of the El Emblem. That's one of my favorite songs from Fire Emblem. And so... You know, things I thought that was really cool to go in and listen to these songs and and feel a little bit nostalgic. And so I'm that's one reason why I like the tap battle and the part of me that wants, you know, free rewards from it, too. I hope they do up their game for that. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens and we're going to have fun either way. So we have that we're going to get into it uh, looks like we're going to get three bound hero battles as well. So there's a nice supply of orbs there to look forward to, as well as the voting gauntlet start, starting on the 3rd of April. Now to some uh, some of the new banners we're going to get. Um, I wanted to take a look into these and speculate a little bit with you guys. So in two days we'll be getting a countering skills banner. What will be on that? I think it depends on what they think countering skills are. So off the top of my head, I think, you know, first of all, it could be you know, and hopefully it's what they consider a counter skill is like distant counter and close counter. That would be amazing. They could be referring to other combat changing skills like Vantage and Quick Repost. But I, I, if I do remember correctly, we've had a few banners already that focused on units that have Vantage and Quick Repost. And so I really hope that they are going all out and setting up a banner with uh, distant counter and close counter as the focus. That would include both Hector's, Winter Tharja, and Takumi, which I am assuming those would be the four characters that would be on the banner. 
I would love the chance to summon for Winter Tharja. I don't have her. Um, it'd be cool to to get her. Um, as well as maybe getting some distant counter fodder as well. I do need some I do want to put a distant counter on my Alleywood, and so I think that would be amazing if you do have some extra orbs lying around, and if you don't want to wait for the legendary banner, this banner could be worth summoning for, for sure. It's a shame that we won't know what the next legendary banner offers before this one, because I'm pretty sure this one ends before that, but um, if we do, if this is the banner to go for, this is going to be hard to beat, I think, even with a legendary, new legendary hero or something like that, and so... Um, please consider that as a potential uh, place for your orbs. In addition to that, uh, we do have a weapon refinery banner. That's also something to think about because we, if you've never gotten Erica, Leo, or Soren before and you're a fan of their character, and if you are a fan of their refine as well, um, that'll be exciting for you for a chance to get. Um, now, I, I do want to, you know, touching on the weapon refinery, I am working on a podcast uh, for this week where I will develop a weapon refinery tier list and kind of go through my thoughts uh, to know how to approach spending your divine due. So I've mentioned that before. I'm going to mention it again. That is my next project, and I'm really excited for that, and so I hope you look forward to that. So uh, moving on with other banners, we have the opportunity to summon for Krom and Lissa with their Bound Hero Battle. That's coming up in a few days. Uh, they usually include another character from that game in that banner as well, so you know who knows who that, that will be. And then in the beginning of April, we, we have a... Uh, actually, before that, we have a replay of another Bound Hero battle with some quests, probably, to get some more orbs. And then we have Naui and Tiki, probably Adult Tiki, because they're uh, the Adult Tiki is from uh, uh, Awakening, if I'm correct. And they and that's at the beginning of April with a similar banner and hopefully another uh, character from that game. So then on the 21st, we get the chance to summon for special heroes. Now, I believe this will be some these will be some uh, like new special heroes, not um, repeats from last spring, considering the fact that when they announced the Love Abound special, I looked back to that roadmap where they included that. And they did say that they it was just a special hero summon. It didn't say anything about new characters or anything. And so looking at the wording, I'm assuming that we're going to get some new characters anyway for this new spring. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be a spring-themed special hero banner. I'm hoping that it's not a repeat of the four characters that we got last spring because they're not as good anymore as what... What are the you know some of the other special characters that we've seen recently? Uh, maybe they keep the same theme, and maybe they just you know slap on some bunny ears on some new characters from a different game. I would be fine with that. We can just get the new characters and, and you know move on and increase the variability that we have as far as special heroes are concerned. Who could they be? You know, it could be anyone. They've been pretty random with the you know, the units that they've chosen to put on these banners, but if I had to say, and I'll talk about this later, our new colorless dragon could be on this banner, and if so, that could help pinpoint which game they will draw, from you know, to include on this banner. So, on that note, you know, thinking about it, I have a, a theory to, that I do want to share with you, uh, an observation, if you will. I've been wondering about the past few banners. We've had 
three of the four Choose Your Legends winners on them, as in Legendary Ephraim, being Ephraim, Celica, and Hector, and the Love Abounds banner. Uh, it makes sense that these they had. It, it makes sense to me that they had these characters already set in stone and lined up for these two, these three banners uh, for quite a while now, before they even did the Choose Your Legends event and got the results. So I, I'm wondering how far in the future they've already planned, you know, for banners and new characters before they got our input from the Choose Your Legends event. I think they really do take into account who we want and they make their plans accordingly based on those results. And I think, for example, the new Thracia banner that's coming in April is partly in response to our desire for them. Maybe they did take into account that, and maybe that's when, um, that's when like our input as far as new characters kind of comes into play. And so, if you're hoping for a new character that we that placed high in the voting, uh, choose your legends voting, then maybe from April onwards, maybe we'll see a little bit more of those characters that we voted for. Anyway, that's just my speculation, um, and that's my hope, because I, th I think I'm really excited for some of those characters that scored pretty well in, in those banners, and so or in, in that voting, and so I hope we do get banners in the future focusing on those guys, rather than uh, you know going back to some characters and, that we've seen plenty of times, and um, we get some diversity into the character pool. So... Um, so before, let's see, oh, in addition to those banners, uh, oh, I do want to mention the the four to five star banner too. I just thought it would be really cool if in that four to five star banner, you know, as of now, we've seen characters there that are usually in the summoning pool anyway, at four stars, even three stars. And so I think it'd be really awesome if they did like for the length of time for a legendary banner if they had five-star exclusive characters brought down to four stars as, uh, you know, as a focus at four stars as well, you know, I think that'd be amazing. That would definitely earn my vote and take my orbs if they, you know, release some of these characters that are five-star exclusive and made them a little bit easier to obtain for all of us uh, to be able to merge them up and use them in arena and whatever, you know? So anyway, that's probably wishful thinking though, but I thought I would throw that out there. So besides those um, banners, we get some quests for earth blessings. We get a, a weapon quest and chain challenge quest for some, probably some nice, re nice rewards. We get some login bonuses as well. I'm glad that they're continuing to do that and that they've become regular. And, and that's that for that. So that pretty much concludes my, uh, assessment of the new roadmap. I'm excited. Love the new content that's coming out as usual, and we'll see where this month of March takes us. So, with that taken care of, let's go ahead and talk about the new colorless dragon. Okay, so first of all, uh, since they announced this new type of dragon with the latest update, my speculation is that they will release this new character for summoning within the month of March or early April. Having already talked about the roadmap, I, I want to say that we could see this new unit in the special unit banner, the special heroes banner coming up. I want to project, predict that the Thracia banner will be the new heroes summoning event on April 10th. 
Uh, and from what I can tell, I don't think there are any dragon characters from that game, so that places the colorless dragon in the special event. And so, like I said before, that could help steer us in the direction of what game they're going to draw heroes from in this new special banner. So if that's the case, we can we can uh, you know look forward to that. So trying to pinpoint who this new dragon character is, uh, after looking at the wiki page and typing in dragon characters, I was led to the page that was titled Manakeets. So to make this search a little bit more interesting, I do notice that some dragon characters have certain affinities or tribes from their original games. Uh, for example, Ninian is an ice dragon, which works well for being a blue color, makes sense. Um, however, most of the dragons that I see are listed as divine dragons, and that includes Fa and Tiki, which are green and red dragons and heroes respectively. We don't know what Mer, Corrin, and Naui, for example, are. And those are the other three dragon units that we have in this game. Uh, it doesn't really say if they're from a tribe or not, um, according to precedence. So, so the majority of the characters that are playable are either a divine dragon or a dragon from an unspecified tribe. And so it really opens up the door to, you know, many possibilities of who could receive a colorless um, attribute. You know, it's not like, oh, if they're fire, they're going to be red. Ice, they're going to be blue. It's like, you know, most of them are just kind of out there anyway. So, um, you know, so just an interesting side note there. So let, let's let's look at the couple of dragon characters. I picked out four that I thought as real possibilities of being released. I'm going to go from most likely to least likely, in my opinion. So the first dragon that I want to talk about is Kana, who is Korin's child in Fates. So Kana is the highest ranking dragon that isn't in the game right now. She's She was placed at 77 in the Choose Your Legends voting. Barely ahead of Niles, uh, or Nils, I'm going to call him Nils, uh, not to confuse him with the Archer Niles. So, Kana is a very popular character and has a lot of base skills from Fates that are in the game already, so it, uh, like Dragon Fang, so it, it really, um, she could fit in pretty well, I think, as far as a unit is concerned, and have uh, at least specials or skills that are f f uh, very familiar to us. His or her uh, breath weapon is unspecified as well. It's not like a fire breath or a flame tongue or something like that. And so uh, as far as being a part of some sort of element, it could be, you know, you can make up anything and call it his or hers. And that could be assigned to the colorless pretty easily as well. Her she, So in uh, Fates, she has a couple of skills. Her draconic air skill uh, kind of works like renewal, except a little bit better where it heals 10 hit points every turn instead of every two turns like renewal three does for fa and bowie so another interesting so that that could easily be a b skill for example that is unique to to kana another interesting skill that she has is called nobility or he or she which gives her extra experience when she defeats enemies so i could see a dragon experience valor type skill in the sea slot, slot when she is or he is inherited or summoned I think that that would be very predictable and very realistic as well so maybe you know they include those kind of skills to follow canon you know from her game maybe they throw in a few surprises too with her weapon to make her him or her a little bit more interesting I don't know which gender they're going to go for I 
I forgot to see if there was like a male or female version that was voted um, higher than the other. But anyway, and we, you know, people like Fates or, or people, IS thinks that we like Fates because there have been a lot of banners from that. Anyway, and so we can easily see another Fates banner, just kind of like the New York, or sorry, <laughs> the New Year's um, banner uh, that we saw um, recently with, um, you know, Fates characters. So as well as Awakening, we just had the Branded King. And so even though they're, tr I, I feel like, and I hope that they branch out into different games and older games like they did with Love of Bounds and Blazing Blade and uh, Binding Blade as well. And as with the Thracia banner coming out, I I guess they're not afraid to go back to those old favorites of Awakening and Fates. And so, so yeah, I can see her as being a big, um, probably, you know, that's probably my vote is who is going to be the colorist dragon is probably going to be her. So next on the list though, um, my, so this is my hope. Uh, my personal preference would be Nils from Blazing Blade. He got 80, 81st in the total Choose Your Legends ranking. So, which wasn't that far behind, uh, Kana. And he is also in the top five characters voted, um, in the CYL event that, you know, from Blazing Blade, he was the top five characters that weren't, um, requested, that were requested that weren't in the Heroes game yet, and so I think that would be awesome if he jumped into this game as well. Uh, maybe my my concerns would be, like, his affiliation for, you know, being an Ice Dragon could pro probably um, move him to a blue, as a blue unit, like Ninian, but, you know, IS does they could make him whatever he wants, especially with these special banners. If the new dragon is going to be on the special banner, I can see them moving around them a lot, you know, just pretending that they have a different characteristic. Like you have multiple copies of Lynn and Krom and Lucina. They all have different weapons, different colors. And so, you know, with a special banner, and even though, you know, it might be iffy, as far as being like a first character is concerned, they still could put Nils in the game as a colorless dragon without him being a blue unit, you know? It's kind of like Charlotte, who isn't isn't like a normal character in the game yet. Like, they haven't put her in as one of the, uh, like, her original form, I guess, into the game. We only have a bridal version of her, and so it could be the same for Nils. Um... In addition to that, I think it'd be really cool to have him in the game just as another dragon dancer. A colorless dancer as well is always nice. We do have Performance Olivia right now, and that's uh, the only one that we do have. And hopefully you got her if you were shooting for her in the last Legendary Banner. I happened to get one of her too in this in that last banner, so I was really excited to do that, to get her. But um, throwing in another dragon that is a singer slash dancer, that would be awesome. So let's move on to another character I think they could release, and that is Na from Awakening. So Na is Noe's daughter, and she was 122nd in the CYL event in total ranking. And she does have a few skills that would be interesting. She has a skill called, called Odd Rhythm, which adds a void and accuracy on every odd turn. Very interesting skill, so I wonder if they did, like, put her in and stuck with a skill that was similar. It could kind of be like Scotty that the Fallen Takumi has that we just got from the 
grand hero battle that we had with him. I feel like Na, if if Na was in the game, she could have a skill that worked in the same way, you know, like every second or third turn she could like fully charge her special or do ranged damage just like Takumi does, something like that. Um and so so based on ranking and just the potential to be kind of cool with her with her uh skills if they decided to go that route. Uh Na is a potential is a potential uh you know, dragon that could be our first colorless one. Finally, the the fourth dragon that I thought of was Idun, and she is a dragon from Binding Blade. From what I understand, I haven't played the game or any, you know, emulated version of it, but uh, she is a boss character in the game. I, I'm not going to, you know, release any spoilers, but she is a boss character, but it would make sense that she would be released as a GHB character, though. You know, so that's why I place her fourth on the list. We did recently get Harden, Fallen Harden, uh, released into the game, who is a bad guy in that uh, version of the game. I think it's from New Mystery of the Emblem. And so IS has released a character that was originally a boss and just gave him to us as a summonable character rather than a GHB. So the pattern could be broken again with Idun. She would be a very interesting character, to say the least. I don't know how they could do it, but, I mean, you think about it, too. They've kind of included some characters that weren't really thought of as being potential characters, like uh, Mage Erica. In the story in Sacred Stones, you know, she studies with Leon and learns magic, but you never see that happening during the actual gameplay. She doesn't use magic, but they went ahead took that lore out and made her into a character and so you know is is capable of anything they could go through the story they know the story because it's their game right and so they could um pull out idun idun and make her into a character that is viable for this game so you know that's an argument that it argument for idun being in this game right now but of course only time will tell to see if they go down that route or not so there you have it. I I thought of those four dragons. I think those four were the most popular. Idun was up there in the rankings as well. I think she was in the top 200, but I forgot to write down what her ranking was. But she is up there as well. And so I, I just wanted to let you guys know some of my thoughts on that. Hopefully one of these four characters comes into play during this month. If not, then next month, hopefully. And I personally would be so excited if Nils came into the game and I could put him on a team with Elwood, Ninian, and Hector, and I would be very happy. But anyway, those are just some of my thoughts. Thank you for listening, and um, I hope I can get some participation out of you too. If you want to reach me with any content ideas, or if you have any suggestions for the show of what I could do better, or if you just want to chat, let me know at fayology at gmail.com. You can also check out my WordPress website, which is fayology.wordpress.com. And you can also check out my profile on Reddit. Um, look up Fayologist, and you should find me there. But anyway, um, once again, look forward to uh, the future episode on the Weapon Refinery tier list. I hope that goes well and is very helpful to you and me. Um, But until then, 
I will catch you on the next episode, and thanks for listening.